World Cup is the single biggest female sporting event in the world. How much of that 300 million US has gone into the women's game? Every single girl in Australia, New Zealand and the rest of the world is invested in football. The ticket. Hello and welcome to the Ticket to the Cup podcast. I'm David Mark and I'm in Aotearoa, New Zealand with Ash Tullock, New Zealand sport reporter. Ash, last night we saw some great games in New Zealand, but it started in Tamaki Makoro, Auckland at Eden Park, where Spain 5 defeated Switzerland 1, and they were imperious. Yeah, it's funny because I think I texted you, didn't I? As soon as Spain got that first goal, I thought, yes, that's exactly how they need to start. And then they then there was that own goal, and I just banged my head against my hands and thought, how how can we go from one end of the spectrum to the other so quickly? Um, but I do think it was impressive that they were able to sort of hold their metal and just manage to sort of stay in the game and just play the way they wanted to play. Um, it was surprising that there was no Swiss response. I felt. I mean, were you surprised that they sort of they didn't adjust, particularly given? Uh, that previous game that we saw with Japan, you know, it's kind of like everyone should have been able to see, okay, that's Spain's weak spot. I think we were talking about it yesterday that Japan showed us how to play Spain because a week or so ago in Te Whanganui Atara, Wellington, Spain um, were defeated 4-0 by Japan and Japan just sat back. They played with 10 defenders and attacked on the counter and Spain couldn't find a way through. And we were talking yesterday whether the Swiss would... De- adopt that model or would they try and take the game up to Spain and they did it was their defense and midfield was spread out a lot more and Spain's passing is so good that they were just cutting them up and there were holes in the Swiss defense like Swiss cheese yeah yeah exactly and I just think you know the Spanish had the possession and they also just I hate to say it but they just looked like they were hungry they wanted it and it felt in a way to me that there was a chip on their shoulder that they needed to prove themselves, particularly because of that last game. And I think coaches probably say that to their teams. All right, guys, pull up your socks, a bit of a kick up the bum, you know. And, and as we've said, this now that we're in this knockout football, it's a chance to kind of put the past in the past, focus on what's ahead of you. Um, and I think, you know, that's also what else we saw in Wellington last night. Um, that game was an incredible one with Japan beating Norway 3-1. Uh, I have to eat my words because yesterday I said to you, didn't I, that I, I thought maybe Japan had sort of fluked some of their games, but it's very clear that they know what they're doing. No, Japan are yet to uh, lose a game, and that doesn't include any draws. They've had four wins now going through the tournament, and uh, Hinata Miyazawa scored another goal. She now leads the Golden Boot competition with five goals. She's something else. The thing about Japan is if you can get the ball behind if they can get the ball behind the defense they score because they are so fast and so clinical yeah I think that's it they're fast they're efficient and whenever they get an opportunity in front of the goal as you say they're really sharp and they make the most of it but I think they also showed a lot of patience they keep the ball moving they keep the ball moving and they pounce when they can they don't seem to panic they don't give up uh and it's just really nice to see them doing so well. I mean, they are the winners from 1995. It, it does surprise me because you look at Norway and you look at who they have. They have the likes of Ada Hegerberg. You know, these are these are women who are being uh, announced as like women, the FIFA Women of the Year, Players of the Year. Um, and when they're playing sort of for the biggest clubs in the world, they're playing really well. Yet when they come together 
as a nation, they're just that synergy isn't there. So kudos to the Japanese because it was it was beautiful to watch. It was, and Japan, as you say, they are a team and they're exceptionally well coached. The other thing we saw yesterday, we, we mentioned Miyazawa with her goal, but also Etana Bonmati from Italy, the midfield maestro, scored two goals, getting on to her left foot. Uh, both times and just slicing the ball through the defenders past the keeper. We're seeing some great goals at this World Cup. Yeah, it is amazing. I do think it makes you sit back and just think this game, the women's game, has really come on leaps and bounds. Um, and it just it makes me want to watch more. I feel addicted. You know, I get home from um, Eden Park each night after a game and I, I sit on the couch and I stay up as late as possible watching the games in Australia or wherever they are. Um, I just, I've, I've really, really enjoyed it and it does seem that other people are too. I do have to mention we had another record crowd. It feels like we just keep saying it, but we had another record crowd, um, over 43,000 or 43,217. That's the third time that that football record live football record in New Zealand has been broken and it's it's just great to see. I think what it shows is that Kiwis um, are just really keen to see these games and they bought tickets to these knockout games uh, because obviously this wasn't a game that was involving the... The, the football ferns or the United States and still we saw that amazing crowd so it was fantastic. Let's talk about today because oh. there are two very big games today and it starts in Sydney uh, midday Sydney time and it's the Netherlands versus South Africa. Uh, Netherlands have had two wins and a draw as have South Africa but South Africa ranked way down in the 50s. Uh, <laughs> they played above their station. Yeah, totally. And the reality of what we're seeing is that the rankings don't matter anymore. It's all about how you turn up and what you do on the day. And like what we keep seeing with the likes of uh, Japan um, last night, you know, there is every chance that South Africa could muscle up and, and play really impressive football. And I hope they do. You know, I hope they really give them a run for their money. Um, but given that the Netherlands are... Uh, ninth in the world, you know. But rankings don't count. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just, I, I keep eating my hand, don't I? Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just it'll be interesting to see. I just anything goes now. I feel a little bit kind of taken aback. I feel like you just can't make any assumptions about. Oh well, you know, in the past they've done this or that, or you know, they they have the experience to step up when they need to. Um, we're just constantly being proven over and over again that it just it doesn't matter. It's how you turn up on the day. Ash, we said South Africa is ranked 54th in the world, but rankings don't matter anymore. Rafilo Jane, who's South Africa's captain, has spoken about the match against the Netherlands today so now going into the round of 16 we realize that anything is possible now you know it's knockout stages so we still going to keep on fighting as a team keep on working for one another and not lose sight of any the possibilities that lie ahead of us having three african countries um the round of 16 shows you again about the growth and imagine now if there was a lot of investment being put into place what more can we achieve you know, we have so much talent in Africa that goes without saying. We've got a group of players who are playing overseas, who learn so much from abroad, who come back in their national teams and share their knowledge. But if we can invest in our own countries in Africa, we can get so much out of, out of, out of the players and we can advance in so many tournaments. And you'll never know where we can get. But if we can get that investment in terms of money, in terms of sponsorship, in terms of broadcast, so much can happen in the African continent. The winner of that game in Sydney today will play Spain. Japan will play the winner of Sweden versus the USA in Melbourne. And this is, I think, 
up till now, it's going to be the game of the tournament. Sweden have been amazing. Yeah. They've won every game. The United States, the defending champions and the winner of the past two competitions, have been, well, pretty ordinary. A 3-0 win over Vietnam and then two draws. They have to somehow find a way of playing together as a team and be playing more cohesively. Yeah, I mean, they do have these incredible players, the likes of Megan Rapinoe, Alex Morgan, Lindsay Horan. They have the big names that, that everyone knows when, when you think about women's football. But the reality is that they are respectfully it doesn't matter what they are on their own. It's the way that those combinations are solidified and come together. And they've got these, uh, you know, you've got Trinity Rodman, who's just been phenomenal, but they just need them to click. And I think everyone is sort of waiting for the penny to kind of drop with them. Uh, So let's see if it happens. But fun fact, USA last loss, their last defeat in a FIFA Women's World Cup was actually to Sweden in 2011. (laughs) So, I mean, it's going to be very interesting. And more even recent fun fact, uh, Sweden defeated the United States 3-0 at the Olympics. So they've got some recent form. Let's talk about Sweden because they to my mind, have been one of the teams of the tournament so far. They had that 5-0 win over Italy, which was just astonishing, and they look like a team that could win the World Cup. Yeah, I think it's been interesting to just see them continue to kind of play, I wouldn't say simple football, but they don't seem to be trying to reinvent the wheel, but they seem to be doing the basics better than others. And at the end of the day, if that's what's going to get you through, then then beautiful, go, go, good luck to them. Um, it's going to be interesting because I think the American crowd really does provide a lot of stimulation, a lot of energy for uh, those American players and so let's be honest the Americans probably have been buying tickets for the latter part of the stages because they they do they have believed that their team will be there um, so I think that could be interesting I mean I don't know how you feel how much does the crowd have an influence on the players have you noticed much of that? Well the United States have had great support here in Aotearoa New Zealand there's a lot of people that have come from the states to support them and you hear the chance USA 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 going around the stadiums but interesting Interestingly, it's going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how many of those tourists go on to Australia. I actually was talking to some people in a cafe yesterday and I said, are you going to Melbourne? And they said, well, we actually bought tickets to Brisbane because we just assumed they'd finished top of the group. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, I have heard this, you know, because you do, you look at it, whether it's a, a football World Cup, a rugby World Cup, or even, you know, tennis tournaments and, and open, people buy tickets based on looking at where they think their teams are going to be or their players are going to be. And I think a lot of people have been a little bit surprised by that with the Americans. Um, but look, that's just how it is. That's how sport rolls. It's just the the way of um, the beast. But I do want to just pick up, um, it's going to be interesting to see how USA are able to adapt in terms of if they're going to use their bench. Vladko Andonovsky has been criticised in the media a little bit about whether or not he's been using his bench quick enough uh, to sort of make some changes and adjustments. And what's going to be interesting is Rose Laval is actually, uh, because of her suspension with being given multiple yellow cards, she will not be able to to, to start this next game against Sweden. And she is a player who has been crucial for them in the past. Um, but maybe this is a great opportunity for someone else to step in and maybe it is, you know, someone else's uh, misfortune, shall we say, is another person's opportunity. 
You talked about Sweden and you said they're good all over the park, but one area that they've excelled at is from set pieces, um, scoring a couple of goals from tournaments in their games against Italy. So that's one of their strengths. The Swedish defender Natalie Bjorn says her team is confident that they can beat the USA. It feels like we play against them all the time. Um, but no, uh, it's really fun games to play. And I think it's fun games to watch as well because it's two really, really good teams. And I hope that the same will be on Sunday. Uh, it's <laughs> we get very, very motivated by that. It's not have, we haven't even thought about that kind of outcome. Like we will have full focus on Sunday. We will do everything we can as a team, as individuals, and then we'll make sure that we will knock out the US. I think this is going to be one of the games of the tournament and the winner of this game will play Japan in the quarterfinals. And as we've already said, Japan is looking great. Could the winner come from one of these three teams? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I I mean, we haven't talked about England today, but I do think England are really dangerous. Um, and uh, without sounding crude, I do think that they have had a smoother ride uh, to this part of the tournament. So, yep, I think I think we could see a winner out of out of one of these teams. But I think England is going to be hard to beat. And of course, Australia, uh, Sam Kerr is playing tomorrow in Sydney. She got to Sydney and she spoke to reporters and she said she is going to play. Hey, no pressure. Honestly, the poor, the poor woman has, every, has had so much pressure because the nation just so desperately want to see her do well. Um, good on her. I hope it does go to plan. Um, but, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Today's going to be a great day. Let's just get through today first. Thanks very much for your time, Ash. <laughs> Thanks, mate.